What's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying our YTG Global Podcast. This couldn't be possible without Anchor, which is by far the easiest way to make or produce a podcast. Why do you ask? Hmm. Simple. Because they're free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But um, with that being said right there, let's uh, move on to our final segment. And I'm very excited for this segment. It's something new we're doing here. Yeah, this is uh, this is where we actually show off our knowledge. Jai, you ready to do this? Let's go. Uh, should I introduce it? Introduce it? <laughs> should I introduce this, or uh, should you? I got it, sir. Yeah. The floor is yours. So we're gonna talk about we talked about Emmanuel Sanders of the Saints. We're gonna talk about a group within a division, what excels in that division. Right. And today, naturally, we're focusing on with Tom Brady being signed to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. with Teddy to Carolina, and Robbie Anderson signing. And with the Saints signing Emmanuel Sanders, we're going to talk about the NFC South. We're going to talk about receivers. We're going to talk about pass options. And right. I'm going to start this off. We're, we're going in hot. Hope you're ready. So you before said some stuff, I'm be- going to make you accountable for it. Right? Yes, My yes, bad. you are. But just real quick, um, this segment, division position. Like you said, we take a one position from one uh, division. We just focus on it. So. This segment brought to you by uh, water as well. Enjoy responsible. <laughs> you got to hydrate times. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm hydrating well. Go ahead. Do your thing. No more interruptions. Me and you once had a conversation on a Sunday afternoon, and we came to the decision that Godwin was a top 10 receiver. Yes, I stand by say that. that is blasphemous. I say, yeah. We say not. So I'm going to list you some receivers here, and I'm going to want you to know these are the receivers that you would take over him right now. DeAndre Hopkins, Michael yep. Thomas, yep. Julio Jones, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham. Yep. I call that the Holy Grail tier. Then there's the elite tier. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, that's seven. I think we agree on those seven. I yeah, think yeah, the consensus yeah. is those seven. I do, All right. yeah. I got some some new names for you. Adam Thielen. Would you take him over Godwin? Adam Thielen always gets hurt. when it, uh, and He always gets hurt every single year. He gets hurt. He does. He's not, he's not, the best abi- uh, ability is availability, first and foremost. Not to mention, yep. well, this is I, I guess you say the same thing about Chris Godwin. But Adam Thielen now on the island without Diggs, I mean, we just don't know. We don't know. But I do know what Chris Godwin did last year. But please, go on. All right. So you're, 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 giving, you're taking Godwin over Adam Thielen. Uh, I would uh let's say I give you let's say I put I put Adam Godwin on the side right now. I'm, I'm sorry, right. oh Adam Thielen on the D- side right now. Let's, let's give me another name, Diggs. Mm, I like Diggs. I like Diggs a lot. Dude, you, you see, see that's not fair right there. Diggs What's went not to, fair? Diggs went to Maryland, and you're pulling on my strings a little bit by saying I, that. I got more receivers. I'm just throwing names. Diggs, Diggs, we'll put Diggs on the side too as well. Yeah, everybody on the side apparently. Uh, T. Y. Hilton. I'm taking Chris Godwin. I, I agree. I love T.Y. Hilton, though. I do like uh, T.Y., but I'll, I'm taking Godwin. I agree. Amari Cooper. 
Godwin. Yeah, Mark Cooper. <laughs> Look, I'm, just, I'm, I'm asking. Nah. I represent the people. God, you no, you can set me off with a Mark Cooper. There are cowboy fans we need to account for. That's true. The, the overpaid Amari Cooper who takes games off. Yes. I'm saying Godwin <laughs> for sure. I agree. Uh, Keenan Allen. See, now you got me there. That's that's a name right there. I'm like, mm. I like Keenan Allen a lot. Keenan Allen is healthy too as well. Keenan Allen catches the football like none other. He had a really bad down year last year, by the way. He did, but Quietly. I mean, is that really his fault, or is that more of the fault of uh, Drew uh, uh, Philip Rivers just Whoa, throwing picks left up. and right? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I just kind of threw that out there. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he the production was really down. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? The production's gonna be bad this year too, as well with uh, Tyrod Taylor throwing the football. So yes, I'm taking Chris Godwin. Okay, Allen Robinson. Chris, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, six one two ten, twenty four okay. years yep, old. Yep, yep. Let's just All throw right, it out so, there. So you have with the Penn State. Uh, okay, so you have them at least as high as eight. Taylor and Diggs, you want to revisit? I would take. Um, I think Diggs is the better receiver. I think Thielen has the better hands. Um, I'm taking oh God. Like let's, let's say Godwin got traded to the uh to the Bills versus Diggs. Who strikes more fear? Diggs. Yeah, Diggs definitely does. But between Godwin and Thielen, like Thielen's Thielen's injured too much for my for my taste. Like he's just I agree. Yeah, he's just This is a production business. He's yeah, a lot. And and Thielen always when it counts like late in the season, this dude's just like miss MIA. He's MIA. Yeah, I right. go with, I go with Godwin over over, over Thielen. So you got that's, that's, a, that's tough. That's tough. Yes, I said top ten though for Godwin. Uh, Keenan Allen, did you? Did no, you I'm, ta- I'm taking Godwin over. Uh, I'm okay, taking Godwin so yeah. over Keenan Allen. Yeah. You have him uh, top ten. How about Scary Terry? No, Scary Terry, like I told you, fifteen. Right. Yeah. She so has him at uh, number nine. I, I would. Uh, I think I would put Thielen based on his history above Godwin. Although that could change uh, next year. Me personally, but even on my end, he's top ten still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely taking top ten, which is uh, something that's not very, uh, very well said out there either. A lot of people aren't talking. Yeah, don't people talk. Yeah, nobody is. Yeah, top ten. So we are we focused on the the Buccaneers? Yeah, let's do it. Can I introduce you another name? Yes, Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. He is 22 years old, 5'9", 175. By the way, who is it? Oh, oh, and a white guy too as well. Who does that remind you of? Just those those, those numbers right there. The size. Son. <laughs> what if I told you he runs a four three? He's uh, is he an agile route runner? He's uh. He's what uh, NFL scouts do, and it and it, it upsets me. Uh, they do this a lot. Uh. No, uh, he burned my Saints actually last year on you, a, on a up and out route, and you keep that boy can fly. He dude, can fly. That boy, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that man, that man fast, dude. He is uh, he's in like that Tyreek Hill level of just speed. Him and Tyreek Hill will be a very interesting race because he's almost literally as fast as Tyreek. He, uh, that boy can fly. I've seen it firsthand. He scares me. And the thing is that, dude, I, I recommend people just go out there and watch some Scotty Miller footage. He's, um, <laughs> this guy, he's, uh, he's, 
the slot receiver right now for the um for the for the Bucks just sl- slotted right now is uh, Justin Watson, six three two fifteen. By the way, the the Bucks love their big receivers, but Scotty Miller, imagine like a, a a Walker with a lot more twitch to him, and we got Tom Brady throwing the football now. What have I told you? Scotty Miller's out for a breakup uh, breakout year. Scotty Miller, I don't know. 60, 65 catches, 900 yards, eight touchdowns. Does that sound crazy? Yeah, it does. It does. A lot of people don't know who the fuck this dude is. But with his wheels, and Perryman's not there anymore. He's got Justin Watson in front of him. But Scotty Miller in that slot, and Tom Brady loves the slot. Tom Brady has made, his, made money from the slot. Welker, Edelman. I, I, dude. I'm just saying, this man Scotty Miller, he fits the now he doesn't fit the profile. He may be the most athletic slot receiver that Tom Brady's ever played with. You can even go Deion Branch. <laughs> yeah, even 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 beyond Deion Branch, this guy. Yeah. And Tom Brady's never really worked with like top number one receivers. Let's put that out there right now. Except for the one time he did, it was uh, absolutely amazing with uh, Randy Moss. But besides that, he's never really worked with like top like level. Wide receiver talents like this, Mike Evans, Godwin. But you got Mike Evans and Godwin on the side, you know, doing their thing. Cameron Braid, OJ, uh, OJ uh, Howard. Ooh, the, the jury is really still out on him, but Braid's pretty solid. But you got Miller just running up and down that seam right there. I mean, this guy could break out completely. And Arians loves throwing the ball downfield, man. He does. I'm really interested to see what this offense looks like in 2020 with that Brady skill sets and Arians. Uh, Shot. He he loves the shot play on every play. Every play is a shot play. He's always dialing up the forty yard bomb. Uh, but yeah, I, I, this receiving core, uh, top to bottom, uh, I, I believe is the best in the NFC South, top to bottom. I um I definitely definitely agree with you. Um, I think they're going to add some more talent from the draft. It's, I mean, the draft is rich with wide receivers. Like, uh, uh, from what I understand, like a fifth round wide receiver in this draft, maybe like a third round wide receiver in another draft. They better but, fix that O line. I'm just saying, they better fix that O line. That O line wasn't bad last year. They were like number yeah. seventh ranked by PFF. I don't, I don't trust those numbers from PFF on O line play. Hey, when it comes to O line play, I'm not a fan. Of hey, I tell you what, they trade a third round pick for uh, Trent Williams. I mean, well, apparently y'all being stubborn and y'all not gonna let him go. We so gonna let him go GM. just for the right Probably price. For the right price, we let him go. I, right I hear Bill O'Brien likes to overpay for um, left tackles. So. Bill O'Brien, we've been talking to him about a 2021 first-round pick. So You know David Johnson was number 11 highest-paid running back on that list, by the way? <laughs> so they have David Johnson. <laughs> Excuse me, Duke Johnson. They have Duke Johnson and David Johnson, two of the top-paid uh, 11 hey, highest-paid P- running backs. P- PSA, before we move on from here, hey, let my man Duke Johnson eat. Duke Johnson should be getting t- – Duke Johnson, honestly, to me – I know we're getting a little bit off topic as far as, but it's still football. But uh, Duke Johnson, to me, is a um, a poor man's uh, Christian McCaffrey. That's not that's not even close. Come on, that's that's not even that's not even poor man's. That's like the uh, beyond poor man's. I don't even know how to. That, don't even compare those two. Like, that is so disrespect- disrespectful. No, no, you are disrespectful. Right there. What the, you heck, the hell? Me? Disrespectful to Christian McCaffrey. This is disrespectful. Okay, to Chris- no, Christian McCaffrey is an excellent player. Duke Johnson, Johnson is an amazing talent. 
You know, folks, Duke Johnson are the same breath as Christian McCaffrey. A poor man's. That is not fair. A, a no, poor man's. A poor man's. That is not even Diet Coke. Oh, my God. That is RC Cola. Nah, Duke Johnson is ca- could catch the football in this league. He could run the football, too, as, w- as well. But he's, he's a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. No, they have, they have just because a man can catch does not put him in a poor man's of Christian McCaffrey. All right, no, tell me this then. I'm not what, having it. You, what is a poor man's Christian McCaffrey? I have to think about that for a second. Yeah, Duke Johnson. That's what he is. Duke Johnson. Who's not Duke Johnson? That's Who is he then? Poor man's. That's that poor. Baltic Avenue poor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's poor. <laughs> that's broke. That's not poor. That's broke. Boardwalk is where Chris McCaffrey's at. I'm fine with Duke Johnson being on Baltic Ave. Mediterranean. Jeez. You're a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. Well, where do you get such audacity from? <laughs> me. Me. Where you not, you can't even you can't even one player that's a West uh, a poor man. Duke Johnson. I say Duke Johnson. Well, how about you keep talking? I'll, I'll come up with a comp. All right, fair Let's enough. We'll move on to uh, another set of wide receivers here, all right, for the NFC South. Actually, all that right there was the South, too, as well, the NFC South and the uh, AFC South. So it's funny how that happens. Uh, let's talk about the Falcons. You are Falcons. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you, uh, this is your specialty right here. And the thing is that I know about Julio Jones. Talk to me about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, who uh, had that come-out party actually against the Saints two years ago. It sure uh, did. He went three catches for like 180 yards. It was disgusting. He uh, he torched them. Uh, he is excellent against man-to-man coverage. Uh, supposedly, the stigma is uh, he struggles in zone, but in my research, I did not find this. I don't know where that came from, uh, but I could not find actually evidence of that. But here's the thing. It's very disappointing. Hmm. Give me a second. Give me a second. Well, I'll give you some time. He had a down year last year, which was very disappointing. He was hurt too as well. From uh This is the stats. Sixty three receptions, eight hundred and sixty six yards. That's not good enough. He was hurt. That is that is not good enough. With Julio Jones on the opposite side. He was hurt. How many games? He uh he was hurt for uh well he was hurt for multiple games before uh he actually went out. Now there's How some games he he had some duds. He had some duds for sure. Uh Indianapolis, he had one catch, six yards. Oh. Uh uh and this is some games I was just picking up from here. Tennessee, the very next week, three catches thirty two. Oh. The Rams, uh, four catches thirty. Oh. Uh New Orleans, three catches twenty eight yards. Surprisingly. I thought it was gonna be a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well don't worry. It's gonna be like ten catches, but the, I was gonna come back in. The next week against the uh against the Carolina Panthers, he went eight for four one forty three in a touchdown. Okay. But yeah, he was hurt a lot last year. He had a toe that was bad. He had a Donald that was bad. Yeah, it was just he was just the man was just injured. The man was well, injured. Uh, Julio had a down year too, so which but does tend me lend me to believe that it was more so uh, just a byproduct of the offense as well as a whole. You think Julio had a down year compared to last year to, to the year before on his his level. When you compare Julio to Julio. Oh, the year before. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. The year yeah. before, he had 113. Yep. 100. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 116.77. So, it's uh, yep. 1,677 yards. The next year, last year, he had in, oh, so last year he had 10 touchdowns. Uh, 2019, he had 99 catches, uh, one, uh, 1,394 yards, and uh, six touchdowns. Yeah. 
So yeah, he did. This is down here. He did have a uh, it was a well a down year. How fan. about a different production? Excuse me, more than a down a, year. a different production. That's true because he That's uh fair. yeah because this man went. I mean the dude the dude yeah, went fucking off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's 100 catches pretty much. Yeah, that's, and not to mention, he killed me in fantasy in that very last game against uh, the goddamn 49ers. What he had? Matt Ryan. Oh, my God. Game. Then dude had like 22 catches that game or some shit like that. The very last game against the 49ers. Oh, he had 13 catches, 134 yards, two touchdowns. God, that fucking killed me, dude. Oh, sorry, everybody out there. That's just me talking my shit. Um, no, no, I'm actually, uh, someone excited about with this roster. Who's that? Wire production. Uh, oh, my bad. No, no, yeah, uh, Russell Gage. Why are you excited for him? One, first of all, LSU product. Go ahead. Russell Gage, uh, 2018, sixth round pick, six foot, 184. After Ridley went out, the guy was, uh, he was eating pretty well. Um, 2018, he went from 10 car- ten targets, 6 receptions, to 2019, 74 targets, and 49 receptions. Um, I'm not saying he's a breakout candidate, but let's look at his uh, his games from week 12 on. He had 10 targets, 9 targets. I'm just going to succession right now. Uh, week 14, 4 targets. Week 15, 6 targets. Week 16, 6 targets. Week 17, 13 targets. For a total, just doing a quick math, that looks like about 8, 13, 15, uh, 25, 32 catches over that time, over six weeks. Uh, Russell Gage, I think, can uh, play a pretty uh, pretty good third-man role in this team. And I think it's somebody you should be on the lookout for, being uh, one of your own guys, too, as well. If he can play the slot and just take some of that heat off of those other two, uh, cats. Then I mean that—that's all he has to do, right? The Muhammad Sanu role. <laughs> that never came to me. <laughs> the uh, Ruben Randall role in the Giants—that never came to me. Oh God, damn the uh, the Mario Manningham. No, he did come up with a clutch catch though in the Super Bowl. He did 2011. Uh, he sure did. Yeah, he had a nice uh, sophomore NFL season here. I'm looking at. That's actually pretty decent. It's not yeah, bad, man. Yeah, he just needs to be productive. We, we, we don't need a superstar out of you. Can you can you just be the number three? How was he That's at a, uh, LSU? I forgot he I forgot he was a tiger. I had to Google it. Fair enough. Fair enough. You, you probably see him out there and it was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that's exactly what it was actually. Yeah. I I forgot. Yeah, but he had a pretty like sophomore season. He had fifty catches, dude. Like this isn't <laughs> this is this is the numbers. This is he's twenty four. This number just sneeze at. So I think yeah. that's uh I think somebody interesting to me at the very least. And that's really all I'm really interested in. Well, you got Justin Hardy too here as well, but they did lose Austin Hooper too in free agency. Oh my God! What's wrong with Austin Hooper? Uh, he um, the dude he he went on and got paid. First of all, shout uh, out Austin. Shout he, out Austin. He did. <laughs> shout out Austin Hooper getting paid. But I'm telling you right now, they paid him so much money for having Injoku on the team, Jarvis <laughs> Landry, Odell Beckham, Kareem Hunt, and uh, Nick Chubb. Austin Hooper would never will he ever justify his salary with that team? Someone on that team is not justifying no. their salary. I'll put it like no. that. Somebody, somebody in there is overpaid. Uh, a lot of them are overpaid. 
Yeah, and I think Njoku's a pretty good damn tight end, me personally. He hasn't put it together yet. You see flashes of it, but you're kind of just waiting. Wait, We've been waiting for that breakout uh, season, and it just hasn't come yet. We'll see if it happens. It I won't because thought... he's playing with Baker Mayfield, but <laughs> oh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I'll uh, I'll say that for another day. When we do AFC quarterbacks. We'll uh, we'll talk about that one. But Njoku was hurt a lot last year too, as well. He, he only was, played he four was. games, so that's why they, that's one of the reasons why they went out to Hooper because Njoku they can't they just can't trust right now. So that's that. Let's move on to the uh, third set of wide receivers for the NFC uh, South. Let's talk about um, uh, the Panthers, and we'll end off on your Saints last, and the floor will be yours at that point. Uh, thoughts on uh, DJ Moore? I like DJ Moore. I, I got, do too. Uh, Maryland product. Of course. The, uh, the, the which, is, which is why you love with him. Now that I think about it. The, uh, the casual fan probably doesn't know too much about him. Uh, but I kept hearing, actually, I kept hearing a lot of good things about this guy from my quote unquote Googles, my sources of NFL information. Right. And I look at a stat one. He actually had a really good. Man, uh, talk about it. Talk about he, it. He, he, he was really solid with no Cam Newton. You know, and Kyle with, Allen throwing the football with, with your <laughs> your boy Kyle <laughs> Allen. Yeah, he did nice. Look, eighty-seven receptions, uh, eleven hundred yards, thirteen point five average, only four touchdowns. That's got to go up. That's got to go uh, up. But I, I like him, man. He did his thing. Only twenty-two years old. Yeah, and uh, one big thing: eighty-seven catches. Or uh, yeah, uh, one hundred and thirty-five targets. Incredible. Uh, he might be the second most underrated receiver in the NFL. Behind my my boy uh, Robinson in Chicago. Robinson's not underrated. His quarterback is just bad. I think he's underrated I, from a national notoriety standpoint. Uh, that I would agree to. To the casual fan, yes. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore. I, no, I'm a huge fan of DJ Moore, of course. Like this, I've been watching this guy for a while. This is not these numbers right here don't surprise me. Um, yeah, I, more. I I just want to see him in a. Teddy Bridgewater just come together and actually, I want to see a hundred catches from DJ Moore next year. That's what I want to see a hundred catches, uh, at least fourteen hundred yards, and I want to see double digit touchdowns. I want you, I want him to make that leap. It's a third year for a wide receiver, and a third year wide receiver is when they supposed to make that leap. So let's see that. Um, Curtis Samuel, can I take this one, please? Uh, Curtis Samuel at Ohio State was uh, one of the best, like. That dude looked like he could do it all. He was out the backfield, um, the slot, the outside. I mean, the man did everything at Ohio State. Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel being at the Panthers has hurt him, to be honest. I think if Curtis Samuel was somewhere else, he'd be more used as if he was Christian McCaffrey. But the fact they have Christian McCaffrey, it limits Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel is best when not only is he catching the ball, but he's also running the ball too as well. Some jet sweeps like Percy Harvin back in the day. Mm. Uh, some some uh, power sweeps. Also like Percy Harvin back in the day. So kind of like uh, what San Francisco did in the Super Bowl. With, uh, uh, Samuel. Yes, exactly. Like if, 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 oh my God, dude, if Curtis Samuel was in uh, the Shanahan offense, dude, he would have – Bring like 15 touches a game, 10 to 15 touches a game, and some of that, a lot of it will be in the backfield too as well. Him just doing sweeps and left and right, like just just different ways, just getting the ball, being creative. Um, I felt that Ron Rivera 
they didn't really use him. He hasn't been used correctly in his career. It reminds me, and this is uh, maybe a little bit of exaggeration, but you can speak on this. Reggie Bush with the Saints mm-hmm. not being used correctly in his career. Poor man's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> that may be, actually be a poor man's Christian McCaffrey right there. That is a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. Go on. Yeah, yeah that, that that was yeah, – I, I, I led you to that one right there. That Thank doesn't you. Fucking... I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was uh, – that was uh that was that was good on my part. Fuck, I'll be thinking that one all night. All right, um, God, damn, damn. Austin you, Eckler was the name I had in my head, by the way. Um, that's not a bad that's not a bad name either either. Yeah. But uh, I don't care, consider Eckler a poor man's anything. But yeah, but I give you coming from. I give you coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Chris McCaffrey should be. I mean, I'm sorry, Chris Sandwich should be used all over the field. Fuck it. I'll even have him throw a halfback pass out the backfield. I just want him to scare you everywhere. Every time he lines up somewhere, I should be on him. If Christian, if, if Kurt, I keep saying Chris McCaffrey, if Curtis Samuel was with Kansas City, oh my God, dude. This guy, it, Andy Reid would use the hell out of him. Andy Reid uses Travis Kelsey as a fullback at the goal line, getting carries up the middle. Curtis Sam deserves an uh, offensive coordinator. And Matt Rule, we'll see what you do. You're, I mean, uh, Joe, your boy Joe, you know, we'll see what happens to us. Well, and how to use mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel needs to be used all over the field. I want to see more Curtis Samuel. I want to see a little bit less Christian McCaffrey, too, as well. Because, one, he takes touches away from Curtis Samuel, who can who has the speed He's to do that. Far. No, no, one second. The thing is that, <laughs> this is what I'm yeah. saying, though. This is what I'm saying. Chris yeah. McCaffrey's taking a lot of carries over the years. Yes. I need to scale him back a little bit. He runs all my balls. Pause. He also um, he also uh, catches almost everything on the offense. I need to scale his work back just a little bit to preserve him for the long time. Or if I make the playoffs, make sure he's healthy enough to get me through. Curtis Sam could be that guy that could take off some at least some of that work. Give him the ball. The man's 5'11", 200 pounds. He's the same size as Christian McCaffrey. Let's make it happen, man. Uh, I think he, like you said, he's got a, he's a player who's best in space, and it takes an innovative mind to put those players in space. Like you just brought up uh, San Francisco, we brought up Kansas City, uh, New Orleans would make sense. Uh, and you're right, he's been misused. He's got right. speed, he's got natural playmaking ability with the ball in his hands, but you got to give him the ball. It's kind of like Devontae Parker with uh, Miami this year, who finally got some help from some coordinator that figured out how to use them. Oh, my God. Yeah, finally. Jesus, took forever. Took forever, but it happened. Had a great year, actually. Great breakout year. Oh, amazing So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Let's see what happens. I'll play this. What they're using them, if you just have them lined lined up, wide it out, you're just not using the man to the best of his ability. He's not. You're not. And just for uh, perspective for everybody out there, Christian McCaffrey had 287 uh, carries last year, and he had 116 receptions. First of all, that's a great fucking year. Let's just put that out there. That's phenomenal. Also, yeah, that's amazing. Also, ah, can I say this too as well? Just simple math. Yeah, you're you're talking Marshall Falk, greatest show on turf kind of production. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and Marshall Falk, amazing running back. Nothing but love for the man. Um, You're talking – Christian McCaffrey had over 400 touches last year. That's wild. In his third year of playing NFL football. The year before that, he had 107 catches 
and 219 yards, uh, 219 carries. That's over 300. The man said over 700 touches in the last two years on a on a frame that is 5'11", 205 pounds. Please use Curtis Samuel more in different places, in different spaces. That uh, small frame actually came up to bite him a little bit. Uh, the Green Bay game, when he's half a yard short. That game. Uh, there was another game early in the Tampa season. Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Christian McCaffrey, ball in his hands, short at the one with that that uh, that size that it was not big enough to get over that goal line. Tampa Bay shut him get down that else. game too as well. Get him, get, does not need that many carries. It's a lot. It's a lot. God, Tampa Bay shut him down, dude. Tampa Bay shut him down all year. Two games against Tampa Bay for Christian McCaffrey. 16 carries, 37 yards. Second game, 22 carries, 31 yards. And he had like yeah. he had a combine of like six catches for like 40 yards in both games. Or Yeah, combined. Six catches, 40 yards. Tampa Bay shut that man down, dude. Todd Bowles shut that man down. Yeah, you got to have – you got another wrinkle to offense. It can't be just all McCaffrey. That's You're what right. I'm saying. Curtis Samuel. You got to have – you gotta have the curveball. You gotta have the slider. Exactly. You gotta have. You gotta have, have, have some different kind of pitches out there to throw at as well. The defense. It can't just be McCaffrey. Watch. Go watch Curtis Samuel's. Not to you, but anyone out there. Even even me too as well. Anybody out there. Go watch Curtis Samuel's um, college tape, please. It's it's amazing. The dude. The dude's a the dude's a fucking player. All right. Let's move you know on. what happens What's up? when you only have a fastball. And like one other pitch, huh. he gets exposed when it's needed most in the playoffs. Ask any New Orleans Saints fan the last three years. This team has been right there. Forget the no call. The, the team got the ball back in overtime, and the team could not move the ball. Because they put Tlaib on Michael Thomas, and, and what, like, say, like the Cowboys did. Do you remember that Thursday night game? I remember. The Saints were going to break the Cowboys record. Well, they mm-hmm. put Byron Jones on Ava Kamara and locked his ass up. He did nothing that game. And the mm-hmm. Saints have struggled to find a third. It's, it was like the cow- uh, oh my God. The when it Cowboys was Kobe and Gasol post-Lamar Odom, yep. post-Andrew Bynum. Yep. And they just, they, they, when they got swept by the mask, they just didn't have that third piece. You need three. You need three in this league. And the Saints got it. They got Emmanuel Sanders. We talked about the fit. Let's talk about Michael Thomas. We talked about Sanders. Michael Thomas, most productive player the last two years. Not debatable. Just right. production. Right. Broke the record last year. Broke the record for most receptions. Incredible, man. It's Dude. just incredible. He's, he's, give him he's just a top a little 10. Bit of help. Top 10 oh. wide receiver talent. All time. What's that? Top 10 wide receiver talent all time. Yeah. I think he went to school with uh, Curtis Sam too as well. Ohio State, yeah. Yeah. You might be right on that. I'd like, Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Uh, so when you talk about Michael Thomas, like you know it's coming, and he just can't stop. It's like an NBA game. Like LeBron's gonna get the ball at the top of the key. It's gonna be pick and roll with Anthony Davis, and there's nothing yep. you can do to stop it. You Hell know no. it's coming, and you just can't. It's like a nightmare, but you can't wake up. All right. <laughs> and then th- this is like my I can't even believe. Like, how many times the Saints use Michael Thomas over and over and over? And I'm like, they're going to have to find something else. They're going to have to find you need more than just one. Right, 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 right. And this offense just hasn't had it. And they got it with Sanders. And they got a top 20 receiver opposite of Michael Thomas like we talked about. 
And now Jared Cook slides from the number two to the number three. Now we're cooking with butter. Now this offense gets going. Because this offense, quite frankly, has not been the same since, like, when you think Saints offense, you think, like, 09 to 2012. Right, this right, right, right. has not been the same the last few years. It's been very methodical. It's been, quite frankly, boring to watch. All right? They're methodical. They play the chains. It's, it's the, it, it's, it was like watching the Patriots with Julian Edelman. Oh, there, there's the six-yard out route. There's a three-step drop oh, to the side. God. God. Now you get some pop. You get Emerald. This is New Orleans. Bam! You get some Tony Sasseries on that chicken. Now we're cooking, man. Hey. Now this offense can explode. Now this offense can put up points. Who is, uh, what about, uh, Taquan Smith? Traquan is a guy who's really a Traquan, high I'm sorry. quite yeah. frankently, uh, disappointed me in every way possible. I put so much stock on that. You guy. have. That's why, that's why I, went, that's why I, I brought him up. a lot of stock. We'll see what happens. Uh, Saints receivers always take a second year. Most receivers actually take a second year. Uh, if you take back to Brandon Cooks, it took him a year two. Uh, you take back to Michael Thomas, it took him to year two. Right, 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 uh, right. Traquan was hurt last year. He he talked about how much it helped. Uh, you know, because that Saints offense is like what I say, German engineering. <laughs> Everything has to be clicking, but if it's clicking, it's great. But if it's not clicking, it's broke like a Mercedes all the time. So we'll see what happens. This is do or die. This is year three. Uh, no excuses for Traquan. He needs to be the number three, really the number four behind Jerry Cook. We'll see what happens. Um, I hope this team resize Ted Ginn too on the Chiefs. I would like that. Oh, um, Ted Ginn, he gets going back between the Panthers and the Saints. I mean, who knows what he does next? I would, I would like he for what he's been paid the last two years, bring him back on a cheap contract. I like it. Oh, and for the record, uh, Curtis Samuel and Mike Thomas did play together at Ohio State. There you go. Yep, just want to throw it out there. Um, yeah, man, uh, this Saints receiving core is amazing. Like, we have a debate, debated, and I'm gonna bring this up to you. Um, now, your bias to the side, admissible bias is what we do here. Yeah. Um, rank all these receivers: Godwin, the, Samuel, yeah. Thomas, Evans. Say it again. Godwin. Uh, God. I'm sorry, Godwin, uh, Evans. Uh, Sanders, uh, Thomas. That's just, that's so, 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 uh, Michael Thomas is being number one for me. Of course, yep. Uh, this is production. The, uh, Evans would probably be number two. Yep. Godwin would probably be number three, and four would be Sanders. Which core would you rather have? The uh, the the core of uh, Godwin Evans or Samuel Thomas? You know, there is something to be said that Mike Evans sometimes uh, checks out of games. And, uh, oh, zero catches, zero yards against the Saints? I mean, who could forget oh, there that? you go. Uh, he, he's been shut down by Lattimore twice, actually, throughout his career. Yes. Uh, if you remember the, uh, the Europe game, they played in London. <clears throat> and Jameis threw him the ball at like, the end of the first half. And Evans completely gave up on the route. And it ended up being a pick, which should have been a touchdown. I think it's, it was a pick. It should have been a touchdown. Right, like right, right, right. He gave up on the route and just completely flipped the game. And Evans has a tendency once, if you get frustrated early, you don't know what he's going to do late. Also, I've never seen Evans play in a big-time game, quite frankly, since in the NFL. So I, I would take – I would take. Oh, I don't know what your original question was, but that knocks him down just a little bit. If We're, we're splitting Which core are you taking, the Bucks core or the Saints core? I'm taking the Saints score. Am I including? Are we counting Alvin Kamara in this? 
Just the two wide receivers. Just the top two wide receivers. I'm taking Tampa. Oh, you're taking Tampa? I'm taking Tampa. After what you just said about Evans being uh the the bus. I thought per- I thought you meant the whole core. If you're just talking top two, give me give me Tampa. So as a Saints Godwin, fan, God, the gap between Godwin and Sanders is too big to overcome the gap between Evans and Thomas. I I would agree. Godwin with you. is let me put, let me rephrase this. Godwin is closer to that first tier. Sanders is definitely in the second. Is Sanders really a second tier wide receiver, or is he more of a third tier? He's top twenty, like we said in this league that we just talked about. He's a top twenty receiver. He's top twenty, but is that top twenty like more fourth tier or third tier? Yeah, third tier. You can go third tier. I'll put Sanders in that third tier. I won't put him in second tier. I don't know, but I want to put him in second tier. Second tier with like Diggs. I would have put him if they were Diggs or anything like that. No, no, no. I wouldn't go there. I will yeah. go third tier. He's a good confident receiver. Like we haven't seen Sanders, like the number one guy, go out there and do it himself. No. Like you said, he's a great He's a great compliment. Playmaking he's a complimentary piece, but he's a playmaking compliment. He's Clay Thompson. Like he is. Oh, that's my yeah, parallel. That's, but he's a he's an overqualified number two. That is not good enough to be a number one. That is an excellent uh that's an excellent comparison, actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we uh I think we summed it up. So let's uh let's finish this up by uh ranking the uh the uh the NFC uh, South wide receiver division positions. Who is your number one? Are we talking just we're talking everything now? Just wide receivers. Just wide receivers, the tight ends included. Uh, tight ends, I like to save for another day because I, I I like to dive into them. We talked about them a little bit, but I like to really dive into them another day. All right, you're just talking receivers. Just receivers. Uh, Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, all right there. They're close, all three of them. And then dead last is Carolina. No, Carolina's. They're lucky they got invited. Yeah, Carolina's definitely they dead last. They got into the club because they knew some. They they by association with someone else. <laughs> Carolina- That's the only reason they got in. <laughs> Carolina's definitely last, but um, like I said. DJ Moore, let's see how DJ Moore, Roby Anderson, and uh, Curtis Samuel all work together under that new system. Um, they could be a more productive, productive unit than the Falcons. That could be possible. Not better talent wise. I didn't say better talent wise. I'm talking production wise. They could, they could be better. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Rule. I mean, who knows? They could be better. But at the same time, we're talking just talent wise. Um. Yeah. Give me the uh, the Carolina Panthers last. Uh, Julio, Calvin Ridley. I mean, yeah. Give me them number three. Uh, I take the Saints number two, and the Bucks. I, actually, I'm taking the Saints one B and the Bucks one A if I can do that. If that's possible. That's fair. I go with that because Michael Thomas. I it, Michael Thomas doesn't deserve to be number two on anybody's uh ranking. But it's a tandem, right? We're talking duo. It so. is a tandem, but he's such a good part of his tandem that. And Emmanuel Sanders is a solid, complimentary, playmaking piece. And with Evans taking plays off, but Godwin being the goon that he is on the offensive side of football, I feel like it's just a 1A, 1B. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, This receiver core is loaded. It is. And and who knows? We'll we'll look around the whole league as we have time. Because all we have is time. And we'll compare it to uh, other uh, wide receiver cores too as well. I mean, we'll do quarterbacks. uh... We'll do running backs. We'll do all this shit. Lyman. Uh, is this this is the most compelling division of football, right? As far as uh I mean the quarterbacks itself, I mean you got Brady Breeze. Uh you get see. Ryan and Brady again. Yeah, yeah. Rematch of the Super Bowl twice. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater. Playing against the Saints, you got some stories there. At the running backs too as well. Like it's a very interesting division. 
all around. You're going to get like a week seven matchup with like Tampa versus Atlanta. That's going to be like at the 330 slot, which will have everyone's attention because it's going to be like 38 to 35 at halftime. Hey, your 330 slot is my 430. So, yes. Love yeah. that time slot, by the way. Uh, I, oh, slot. West Coast. I'm not West Coast, but a Midwest uh, time slot for football is probably the best. It's my favorite. It's not too early. It's not too late. Midnight, uh, noon is when everything pops on. Yep. And three thirty for the late game, and then what? Yep. Seven seven o'clock for the Sunday night. Yep. It's it's just perfect timing. Like East Coast dude, it's for us is one p.m. then four thirty, and I've been on the West Coast too as well. Where game starts at ten a.m. I'm like, oh fuck, I, it's not thirty. I gotta start drinking. Like it's just it's, <laughs> no, it's, like, it's just a lot, dude. It's just a lot. And then and then you know West Coast and my team comes on and they come on at four. It's really one. It's like that's normal, but that's it for football until what? Four o'clock, where another game comes on, and that's Sunday football. Honestly, to do a sports show, the West Coast is the best place to be at. Absolutely, and you get Pat twelve after dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, West Coast is the best place to be at if you run any kind of sports show. Absolutely, Absolutely. then you you can enjoy the Sunday night game. And then you're on the West Coast. I mean, the West Coast is undefeated. Let's be honest here. I mean, no yeah. disrespect to the South. I'm from the South. The West Coast is undefeated. Hey, I'm and from, in both places. I'll pick the West Coast every time. Yeah, I'm from the East, and the West Coast. I mean, yeah, they stand strong, and I accept. I accept whatever uh, handle they give me every single time. Whenever I go into West Coast, I was just in L.A. Uh, back in uh, August 2019. L.A. showed me nothing but love, and I love, love LA. L.A. Yeah, we talked about L.A. on the weekend. Yeah, if you get a chance, please go to L.A. There's so much to do. It's not just L.A. San Diego, L.A., San Francisco. Oh. Uh, Effort. Throw Sacramento in there. Why not? You can uh, do, dude. Portland, Seattle, like all that's West Coast. Come on, man. Napa. You, I mean, you go, you go skateboarding or snowboarding. Well I, well, I like snowboarding. You can go go wine tasting, and then you can go to some LA club too as well. Not saying all on the same day, but like a tour of a tour of California. There's so much you could do there, dude. Like it's just it's fucking amazing. Shout out to California. Latin clubs in LA are phenomenal. Oh my god. Go to go to the underground place. Uh, and then, uh, and of course, L.A. is only three hours away from Vegas. Also uh, undefeated. <laughs> God, dude. <It's, laughs> I mean, it's so much to do in that area this right there. Like, it's, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad that it's, I feel bad it's so quarantined right now. Imagine being, uh, like, imagine you just had your 21st birthday. Like, uh, uh, like, like, a, like a week ago. And you can pretty much hit all the 21 up spots and all that. And this. That's tough, man. Yeah, it's a tough one right there. So, I don't know. We'll talk a little bit offline, things we can do for the future. But, yeah, podcast, great. Division position, excellent. Oh, man, dude. I like I like this a lot. This is fun. This is a fun shit, man. It was fun. Yeah. We'll talk offline. Let's talk offline. I end the live, and after that, we got what we got. All right, everybody out there, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Thanks a lot. Uh, Rick and Jay's Admissible Bias. You're the jury. Tell us what we got right. Tell us what we got wrong. Either way, we call ourselves out on it. And we'll go from there. Yeah, you got anything else for us? Until next time. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands, man. Wash your hands. Woman. God damn it. Everybody wash your hands. Everybody. Till then. Puppy. Everybody. <laughs> Easy. <laughs>